Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Good, good evening, evening, everybody. Good evening, good evening. So, uh, uh, breaking uh, uh, our typical uh, recording uh, schedule that we've been uh, keeping for Andor, just because of life or whatever. Uh, so, we're recording this what like four days after, or three days after um you know episode 11 came out so yeah. um we're probably gonna have a well we might have a a different perspective on the episode every all the other ones we've been talking about you know pretty much you know within hours in some cases after we've seen them whereas mm-hmm. this one you know we've had a few days to to think about it to you know to let our thoughts marinate mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on episode 11? And I should obviously mention spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, once again, another great episode. Um, once again, it, these 45-minute episodes seem so short. They go by, I can almost mm-hmm. predict the timing of these shows when, when it ends. It just goes mm-hmm. by so fast. Yeah. Um, still, again, another great episode. Um, coming into it, like I think this is going to be like the third arc <laughs> of this series. I think uh, the mm-hmm. the death of Marva. Yeah, um, it was really good. I mean, you got a little more insights into droids. I know there's a lot of that going around on YouTube about um, droids' feelings and that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was interesting to see. Um, just seeing what happened to Andor um, escaping the prison, um, going for the gold quad jumper. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nice to see that in the episode. And again, just another interaction with a couple of aliens that we've never seen before. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that uh, very much. Yeah. So for me, this was the episode um, that I felt um, disappointed isn't the right word because it was it was a good episode. Yeah. It was the first time though where I was left felt um, unsatisfied. Oh really? Okay. And and just where it was left off, and it's, I guess essentially where it was left off. Mm-hmm. Um. It, this felt like like where this episode ends and there's only one episode left in the season right um so this is just kind of setting up all the pieces uh which which is fine uh, but it felt like remember when we watched the first three episodes and we were talking about especially like that second episode that if it ended there you know, like if they didn't, if we didn't mm-hmm. have the ability to immediately watch the third episode, it kind of would feel like, well, come on, like, you know, yep. like give us something. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it feels that way, that way this week. Uh, obviously, that's probably some of the intention. You know, they want to get people excited for the, the season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think every other episode so far this season, once we got past that, the first three episodes, has done a good job of telling a, of moving the story along or telling a story within the episode um, that felt uh, fulfilling. Like, even mm-hmm. if it was just little scenes or whatnot, um, it it still felt like even if it was just part of an, a bigger story, it still felt like there was contained stories isn't the right word, but it just felt like those episodes felt complete. Right. Whereas this truly felt like part one or two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but aside from that, um, I enjoyed it. Um, there was one scene that, as we as we start, you know, going through stuff in detail, that um, I was disappointed with. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but when, when once again, it, this is more like kind of nitpicky type stuff. But whatever. 
Um, so here we go. Let's get, so let's get into this. So we essentially, um, start off right where we left off the week before on Narcana five. Yep. Um, Cassian and Melshi, you know, still making their way, trying to find a way to escape the planet. Yes. Um, and that's where we meet these, uh, this new alien species who I guess, uh, are, um, natives or the inhabitants of Narcona five. Yep. That's um, what I'm assuming and, and, uh, once again, we see two people on the run trying to escape in a quad jumper, uh, only to be foiled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Temporarily. Temporarily, yes, because um, Cassian explains to them that you know that they were prisoners and and that the empire is the result of their water um, being polluted. Polluted, yep. Uh, and that lets them uh, decides that they're going to release uh, Andor and Melshi because mentioned there was a, a cool little scene where they're you know. Let's get running towards a quad jumper, um, <laughs> you know, reminiscent of the Force Awakens, and and then a their droid shoots out like this weird net, n- yeah, you know, like <laughs> like an organic net or something. Yeah, like or yeah, it was like webbing that kind of captured yeah. it. Um, but they get let go uh, when they realize that uh, they're not to blame. They're, they're both victims of the Empire. Uh, and then Cassian goes back to the uh, uh, to Space Miami. Yes. <laughs> to collect his things. Yes, I was. I was. I wouldn't say I was surprised that I was there. Kind of a little bit, uh, but he had a pretty good hiding spot for it. Because mm-hmm. I was always wondering when he was in jail, what's going to happen with all the money he just got and. Is he ever going to use that money again, or does he have to start from scratch? So that question was answered. Yeah, so it was probably, like, I guess I had got the impression that maybe that was like an apartment, um, but it seems more like it was a, a hotel, hotel or a yeah. room or you know an Airbnb or, <laughs> or something, <laughs> because there was completely different people staying in it. Yeah. Um, and then we got to hear a second of the uh, manifesto that he got um, earlier in the season, mm-hmm. uh, along with his credits. Uh, but as this is happening, we find out on uh, on Ferrix that uh, Cassian's mother has died. Yes. 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 Very sad. Um, sad, but it's weird that. Um, I guess it's not weird. It's that it just kind of happens off, you know, mm-hmm. off camera. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, which makes me believe. Here's one theory for next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> that she's not dead. Yep. Um, I can see that. She made a point earlier in the season that she said when she goes out, she want, you know, like she wanted to spend, you know, the her remaining days uh, fighting the empire. Fire. Yeah, and maybe she has figured out some way uh, to, you know, f- use or fake her death um, to do something. Uh, now I, I still think uh, you know I, I still think she's not long for this world even if she is still alive w- whatever <laughs> happens in this next episode <laughs> you know by the end of it she will be dead if she's not dead already if she's not dead, yeah no I can totally see that uh, theory coming true absolutely would not be a um, shocker yeah and then we get what you were alluding to earlier is we find out that um, uh, is it B? Uh, B2MO, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, is heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't know what to do with himself. Doesn't want to, doesn't want to leave the, the home. 
Um, it, it was touching, surprisingly. It was. It was. That yes, given the personality of the droid, he didn't seem like he had a personality, but turns out he had had a pretty good personality. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like it. It felt. Obviously, the droid talks. <laughs> like yeah. we, we we've seen that, right? <laughs> Yeah. But it, it seemed like the, the kind of personality that you see you see with like some pets, like with dogs. Yes. You, you know, where the, their master is, you know, their owner is, is gone and they don't want to leave. And it, it felt a bit like that, but just mm-hmm. obviously done in a way where, you know, the droid is able to vocalize, you know, what he's feeling. Yeah. Now, do you think he's actually feeling those things? Do, you, do droids have feelings? Well, actually, I saw a YouTube about that whole idea of droids having feelings, and they kind of were insinuating, yes, they have a certain program chip or something like that in them, because they were, you know, they were letting, using R2 as an example of that, of, the you know, different kinds of sounds he made when he was sad and he was happy, mm-hmm. so... Um, I can kind of see that, that he probably did have those, I guess, feelings, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, they were also delving into their, you know, droids don't really understand the concept of time, I guess, as well. Time for themselves mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think to a certain extent that they must have feelings now whether or not they understand what's what how they're feeling is probably another question mm-hmm. um but i think for the time being i would say that they do have some sort of they can't feel feelings i guess mm-hmm. that's to me what i've seen and just examples that were given it, it kind of seems like yes they do yeah yeah i, w- I would agree yeah um, I'm sure George Lucas gave absolutely zero thought to that. He's like, no, I want him to come on. Let's move on. Yep. Um. So Marv is dead. Um. We find out that there's a tradition on uh, Ferrix, mm-hmm. um, called bricking, where uh, they take uh, the person's ashes and essentially put them into a brick and then they get put onto into a wall. Interesting tradition. It is. And this is one of the things that, that I've liked the best about the show is that they've done such a good job of expanding the universe and, and just adding in little things like this where you know they haven't made like a huge just people talking oh yeah yeah this is what happens this is part of the the culture and it's you know, like it's yeah like and it when you you know when you hear someone talk about it, like oh yeah i could see a culture doing that mm-hmm. you know yep. uh, especially especially someone that was you know a part of the community uh the fact that a part of them you know uh you know it's it's the final symbolic gesture of, of how they have contributed to building that community, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yep. that they're part of it forever. Forever. Yeah. Um, you think, Oh yeah, it's interesting that no one's ever, that no one's thought of that. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, but since the empire has been on Ferrix, no one has been able to essentially do the, the ceremony every time. Cause I guess there's like a, a procession, um, and the empire has turned down all, um, requests to do so mm-hmm. until yep. now, because they view that this is an opportunity for them <laughs> to catch, um, uh, Cassian. So they decide to allow a permit, um, hoping that it will draw Cassian and or out. Yes. Uh, we, uh, finally got to see. Um, oh, what was the, uh, oh, what was the rebel that they've been talking about for the last three weeks? Krieger. We finally got to see oh, a, yes. uh, a, a hollow of Krieger. Mm-hmm. 
uh, who no one must like him at all. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he has a lot of friends. No, <laughs> because uh, so and this was really the only scene we got with Bix, right? Where they were asking Bix or if Krieger was. Um, Axis? Yeah, Axis. Yeah, Axis. Um, and that was really the only scene we got w- with her. Um, but Krieger obviously comes up again. Um, actually, I'm gonna, he comes up again a little bit later. Um, yes. But we'll, we'll, but we'll get to that. Um, we get, a, we get um, another scene with Mon Mothma and her cousin, Val. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, which was, and once again, it, it just kind of ties into, or goes what I was mentioning earlier about the show kind of building out the worlds. Uh, and we get, we see Mon Mothma's daughter participating in some sort of Ritual, ritual is probably yeah. uh, you know like it, <laughs> it it seems like some sort of prayer group or something something like that ritual i think uh, is a pretty good description <laughs> uh, but it, essentially we find out that you know last week mon mothma was uh, was essentially uh, given a an offer that uh, all her money problems would go away as long as she um, essentially would uh, arrange a marriage Mm-hmm. Between her daughter and that crime lord's or that criminal's uh, yeah. son, yep, yeah, which she was against, yep. But it seems like her daughter, as we found out in this episode, is all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so I'm wondering if that's the influence of the father, because he seemed to have a pretty good influence over his daughter. Because we mm-hmm. know how much Mon Mothma was against that, and uh, Vel just kind of reiterating that fact that they were both against that sort of thing. It, yeah, like Vel is a character who I thought was going to be the most uh, when we were introduced to her, like in what episode four, uh, three or four, whenever three it was. F- yeah, she, I, I, you know, she was kind of positioned to be the most radical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of the rebels, like I thought she was going to be the one that was always pushing further and saying, you know, there's no line, you know, we have to do whatever it takes. And she has become like one of the most, you know, like level headed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yep. Yeah. People. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so we get the scene with her, uh, with Mon Mothma pointing out that you know this is wrong and it shouldn't be happening um and you just and you see mon mothma agreeing but you can tell that there's that thing well if she wants to do it anyway Mm -hmm. and and i think that's going to be the thing that you know that mon mothma does because we never hear anything about her daughter again right um, you know, this is something that both of them, you know, apparently will want. So, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if she is betrothed come next week. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. But then we also get a, a scene with, uh, Val and, um, oh, what is the other character's name? Um, Alea? Is it Alea? Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's the the one that 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 sounds so much like Leia, yeah. and the cast someone that you're like, oh, I wonder. She was the one that everyone was thinking in the tra- trailers, you know. Yes, oh, Leia's in the show. No, <laughs> nope. but what's we, we get another? We get a a scene where Val is is pushing her, like let's drop the, you know, let's drop all this. What is it that you're doing? All you do is, mm-hmm. you know, tell, is where I'm like, I need to talk to people. Like we need, you need to do with, uh, deal with things. Um, she seems to be rational and once in Alea's, nope. Nope. Yep. I'm the one that, you know, I'm the one that makes sure that, uh, you know, that 
people like you aren't ruining aren't ruining uh, what we've got going. Yeah. Um. So once feeling like it's it's setting up a little bit of conflict there, but mm-hmm. then you know, but nothing. Um. Uh, what's his name? Luthen? Uh, no, not Luthen. Cyril. We'll get there, because Cyril. Thank Cyril. you. Yeah. Cyril get Cyril gets a phone call. Yes, his mother was very happy about that. <laughs> um, we find out that uh, so he gets a phone call saying that Cassian's mother has has died, um, and he believes that that Andor will be there as well. Um, so we see that he's going to be making his way way out once again like this episode was very much you know setting up mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, you know a lot of pieces yes very much so um once you got past the you know the, the that initial scene uh and, and then so now we get to luthan <laughs> and luthan goes back in uh, to see saw again Yep, and Saw has to change the heart. He now wants to help Krieger. Yes, and Luthen for the f- what seems to be like the first time uh, in a while, w- we see him just be completely honest with someone. Yeah, not playing them, not you know trying to manipulate them. It's like no, uh, you can't. <laughs> He's compromised, and we have to you know, uh, you know, we have to let him die or. You know, or we're going to have more issues. We'll have more things compromised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's the first time I saw him this scared, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very interesting to see uh, how he was reacting to everything here. Yeah. And saw um, agrees with him. You know, um, and that's when, you know, they come to this agreement uh, and they're trying to, and this that's where you get the line. Uh, I actually had to, to go look it up uh, because I thought it was a good line. Um, they're talking about, um, you know, what's happening, uh, this, going back oh. and forth and, and. And there's some references to what they should call it. And Saw has this line. He says, oh, uh, let's call it war. War, yeah. And that's kind of what the scene ends. Which for the was, greater uh, good. Yes, for the greater, for the good. greater good. Yeah. <laughs> um, great scene, great interaction. Uh, feels like coming closer together. And then this is where we get the scene that disappointed me. Yeah, really? Okay. Um, Luthen is leaving uh, the planet that uh, um, that uh, saw Greer's hidden bases on, and gets stopped by some Imperials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see an Imperial arrestor cruiser, which I had was sure I had seen before. I um, had forgotten it had been shown before. Not quick on that. <laughs> um. Uh, yes, I guess I had a, maybe I had seen a de- seen a, a deleted scene from Solo, um, because I was sure I, like I'd seen it before. But apparently, that's the first time outside of like like a, a hologram we've seen it on screen. But anyway, cool looking ship. He gets he gets stopped. Um. They ask him for his. Uh, for his codes, um, he provides them or his transponder codes. Uh, he, we get a, a great scene of Luthen working with his ship to you know to create a, a transponder code, mm-hmm. um, which works. But the Empire, being the Empire, says, "Nah, we're going to detain him anyways and, and board him." Yeah. And this is. Uh, and and so then we get this scene where uh, they've got him in a tractor beam, and while Luthen has been 
trying to not distract them, but he's been biting his time. He's, he's been trying to uh, try to bite his time while yeah. his countermeasures can uh, spool up. You know, we, we see that they're, they're warming up. Um, and then to has, I will admit like a, a great little move where you don't understand at first why all of a sudden he hits his, uh, he puts his engines on full to try mm-hmm. to escape. Um, he does that so that they'll increase the tractor beam, um, which ends up hurting them more because his countermeasures are essentially a bunch of shrapnel that gets mm-hmm. released from uh, the back of a ship. But the tractor beam, because it's pulling in full strength, pulls it towards itself at such an incredible speed that it tears apart the tractor beam dish, yeah. uh, releasing Luthen. And then we get the scene that disappointed me. <laughs> they launch some TIE fighters and Luthen activates his little double-bladed lightsaber ship mm-hmm. and does a spin, destroying the TIE fighters and escapes. Yep. Cool looking scene. But one of the things that this sh- this show has been really good at is ratcheting up the tension. Mm-hmm. Even like even in small scenes and you know things where it might not feel like there a huge consequence, it's all it, everything about the show has felt unsafe. Like it, obviously, with the exception of of, of Andor, they've mm-hmm. had to you know put a different type of tension on him. But everybody else, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen to them. You know, this could be the last time we're seeing them. Uh, um, when we don't know Luthen's fate. Yeah. But as soon as we saw the ship, I'm like, oh, this is the scene where he, you know, where he does the the spin move. Yeah. I don't know why they had to show that scene in the in the initial trailers. The only thing I can think of is just to kind of let people know that there's still some Star Wars element to to the show, I guess. You could, uh, and that's fair, but you could have shown just a shot of him being, pers- you know, that the ship being pursued by two TIE fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't have to give away the, you know, the move. That's true. I can see that. Yeah. It would. So already go. And and that once again, this is me being very nitpicky (laughs) because you should you know, I guess you make the argument I should be looking at this, you know, regardless of, you know, what I had already seen and just, you know, reviewing it on its merits, uh, you know, of the show itself. Mm. But that should have been a like, Oh my God, you know, moment. Right? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, you know, you think about the moment in um, Phantom Menace when, you know, Maul lights up his double bladed lightsaber for the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, it's, you know, like, that is such a cool moment. Um, and the fact that we, like th- it was, this was already spoiled, it was just it, like I said, it was it was disappointing for two reasons. One, it's a cool moment that it would have been nice to have experienced first in the show, mm-hmm. and B because they we we had seen that it, exact that specific shot. For me, I knew that there was that there was there was no tension in the scene. No, because I, it yeah, all it was doing was just okay. It, we're just. Essentially, they're just putting thing obstacles in the way so they can get to that one moment. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, like I see that. If I if I hadn't seen that, I think it would have been a much better. Well, it would have played out better for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's once again me being <laughs> kind of nitpicky. So I do have a question for you. Okay. So 
in that scene with Luthen where he had to give an ID mm-hmm. and he said he wanted it from Alderaan specifically and then mm-hmm. we actually see the number come up. I'm just wondering, I could be totally overthinking this, but I just have a feeling that's going to mean something in the future because I, I don't understand why they would have to show the number. He could have just looked over and said, oh, and gave the number, but they actually wanted us to see that number come up and he wanted it an idea specifically from Aldran. So I'm just kind of curious as to think if I, I could totally be reading too much into it, but I just, for some reason, I just think that was done as for a reason. Um, I didn't realize that. So what do you think the reason is? I, I, I don't know. That's, that's why I'm thinking I might be thinking too much of it. I'm just, I'm just wondering why, you know, I know Alderaan is supposed to be a peaceful planet. I don't know if maybe that's our way. He knows somebody in Alderaan, mm-hmm. possibly. Um, I don't know exactly why, but just for some reason that just stuck into my head as like, oh, why would he ask for that specifically? Um, just because, you know, we are such, we're expanding the galaxy with the show and we're going mm-hmm. back to Alderaan and we had specifically seen this ID number turn up which again he you know he could have just you know oh here's the number sort of thing i don't know why we were purposely shown uh that id number Mm -hmm. so i'm just that's i just thought maybe that might play something later in the next episode or in the next season or something i don't know um maybe uh, it, it did register with me at all. So prior to this, no, I didn't think <laughs> any anything of it. Um, I, so I can see one of two things. One, Alderaan, you know, had kind of been this peaceful planet, right? Mm-hmm. Even even when they blow it up, Alderaan, you know, Elias says, you know, it's you know, it's a peaceful planet, you know, and you know, um you know outside of a few rebels you know they've been you know part of the part of the empire um so that might be the reason because he figured oh it was it was you know it was a safe place the people mm-hmm. there they wouldn't yep. question someone from Alderaan. yeah and i thought that the, too as well as well the other thing is that we have seen that luthan you know is playing a very complex game of chess yes and probably knows about uh, Bail Organa. I, I have a feeling he might as well too, and he might even probably know Princess Leia as well too. Yeah. So I, I wonder if this was a way to, oh, I'm going to create a, a, a you know put a little attention on Alderaan to maybe get the Empire, <laughs> you know, looking into Alderaan <laughs> a little bit closer. Ooh, because that's... what. It, what is you know he said earlier he's trying to make things uncomfortable for cool. people because the only true. way that they're going going to fight is if is if they're um they're pushed you know if, if they're pushed so maybe that was another push hmm. that's a bad push <laughs> well <laughs> you know Luthen doesn't always make the, the you know the the most sensible choices but they mm-hmm. seem like the right choices to him yeah 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 uh and then we get to, and then essentially the episode finishes off with uh melshi and and or um back on narcana they're not narcana on um space miami mm-hmm. um melshi needs feels that he needs to tell the world what's, uh, you know, or the galaxy, what's going on, uh, with the empire. Um, but Cassian at this point knows that his mother has, has died and he has to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, so this entire, like I said, for the most part, this episode has all been getting all the pieces in place for everyone to find out that, um, Andor is is coming. Is uh, Cassian's going to be going back to Ferrix? Oh, and I forgot there there was that uh, there was a scene with um, Luthen and uh, Alea um, where they were talking about a, a piece oh. that you know had now popped up, and mm-hmm. 
once again, Luthen is, you know, feels that he needs to, you know, it's a loose end that he needs to, uh, uh, to address. Mm-hmm. Now he can't let that piece get out onto the market. I believe is one of the lines he said. So, yeah. So overall, like I said, you know, like a decent episode, it was the only, it, it's just, it, because it was just so much set up and I felt like mm-hmm. there was no real real payoffs for anything except for once again like that one you know space scene that everyone's like oh hey great Star Wars stuff um yeah it just felt like a lot of build up for for yeah. this week's or yeah. you know for the episode 12 so this is because I count kind of sound like a stupid question and I was wrestling with this question all day. I'm sure he's what, asking going, it, asking well, it, <laughs> thinking it, thinking of this question. How, how, <laughs> how dumb is this question? I don't know. Well, that too. Do you think he's going to go to Ferrex? Who? Andor. Andor? Yeah. So they have done such a good job of subverting our expectations. You know, making us think that one thing is going to happen and something else does, and they do it in a way that's much better. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a small part of me that thinks, yes, they could just have all of these people there <laughs> and Andrew doesn't show. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, that considering they only have one season left to go. Yeah. Um, and, and with season two being the last four years of essentially of Cassian's life, Right, they said that each three episode arc is going to be, you know, uh, a you know, a year. A year, yeah. I don't think you can finish off this season with and or not willingly being part of the uh, you know of the rebellion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that if he if he just avoids going to Ferrix. That's still him, you know, in kind of selfish, I'm just going to look after myself mode. Um, and I don't think that they have enough runway to... I think if they were to go into season two and they still had to create something that was finally going to be the trigger that gets... Uh, Cassian on board to you know to want you know to want to join the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a tough slog. Yep. Like everything is just going to come to a head on Ferrix, and he's going to realize he needs to join the rebellion after that. Yeah, I, like I, I think that that it has to. Um, and they have been setting up all these pieces and all these characters that it just, it would just make sense that you would be bringing it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bringing it all back and having essentially them all come together. Yeah. Cause I, I I'm sure this episode is going to be huge. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of huge, uh, there was a, there was a post today. Um, apparently Twitter is, uh, still alive or at least it was at six twenty this <laughs> afternoon. Um, the season, uh, season one finale of Andor is going to be the second longest, uh, finale for a Disney, one, uh, Disney plus star Wars show clocking in at 54 minutes. Hmm. Uh, the only finale that has been longer. It's been Book of Boba Fett. Really? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> well, like, like just, 
you know, when I read that at first, I'm like, what? Yeah. But then when I think about it, like how much stuff they crammed into that last episode. That's exactly right. Yeah. They put a lot of stuff in that last episode. You know, it, yeah, it, it actually isn't surprising. But yeah, it doesn't seem right that out of all the episodes or out of all the shows, that's the, you know, that's the finale that was the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or, or sorry, that the was longest. the longest. Yeah. So we are going to be, you know, we're going to be getting a bit more. Although when I saw the, you know, when I saw the headline and I clicked in, I'm like, oh, okay. Like maybe we're going to get, you know, like, uh, you know, like an, an hour 15, an hour 20. That's what I was you know, like, thinking. You know, like maybe we're, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we're getting into, you know, uh, maybe even like Stranger Things territory <laughs> <laughs> you're getting almost like oh. you know like two hour episodes <laughs> you know like we we saw with uh is it season five is, is that what season or season four, four? The, the, the 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 latest season of uh stranger things where like the last three episodes were each you know like a full feature film length yeah. long i wish but no we're, yeah but no we're it's gonna be uh, 54 minutes it's better than 45 very true very true. And I think that's the other thing. Maybe like all the other episodes when they've gone by, you're like, oh, it's over already. Like, but the, you didn't want it to be over, but I, I felt satisfied. It, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I want to feel like that after an episode, like it's what it's done already. Like, holy yeah. cow. <laughs> with, with, with this one, I just kind of felt like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like it, it just felt, sh- it felt short and it felt like it was short because they're like, oh, no, we're going to save every- We're going to save all the good stuff for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, I, which like I, I'm fine with that's, you know, that's part of storytelling, right? You know, um, you know, there's, you're always going to have like these moments that maybe that, that aren't as, you know, that, that have to essentially serve you know, what, what's coming, you know, what's coming ahead, uh, in the mm-hmm. story, but, uh, you know, everything else has just been so good that this is more just like a pacing <laughs> issue. It's just like, okay. And, and, yeah, when, yeah. and still like, yeah. it, it wasn't like I, it, it wasn't like I saw the episode. Oh, I'm pissed off. I'm going to go, you know, like this is horrible. And <laughs> no, it was just, like I said, like it was. I was just like, huh, okay. You know, I'm I'm excited for you know I'm excited for next week, but I think I would have much rather. Uh, I almost w- would have wished that they had taken a week off. Mm, yeah, yeah, stretch it out a little bit. <laughs> like, like if because I can uh, I can see that why they would want to have it the the season finale next week. Because next week it's uh, American Thanksgiving. Yep. You know, uh, you know, so people are going to be off. It's going to be kind of event. People are going to be talking about it. Um, so I could see like them maybe taking a week off. Yeah. You know, just so they could set up. You know, we're going to have a two-hour. You know, season finale. We had a three-hour. You know, season pre- series premiere. We're going to have a two-hour season finale where we're showing, you know, chapters 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, because it's not like we could wait. Well, like, I, like, I guess you could say, well, you know, you just don't, you don't have to, we didn't have to watch it, but you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? Because, you know, like within hours um stuff is going to be spoiled oh totally you know like i think it became very surprising when uh so so when when the first episode of the mandalorian aired i remember you know watching it when i woke up you know at like four in the morning (laughs) uh and then you know uh, getting into work and I was at work at like, you know, 10 after six 
and seeing already people talking about Baby Yoda. Oh, right. And like, like, like no, like you've given almost like people no time to to watch this. Yeah. Now at the time, though, th- there was no context, so I'm like, okay, well, but, you know, people are going to see it, and, you know, and it, they just won't know. But as time has gone on, and you know, like like a probably the perfect example of this is season two, the season finale. Oh yeah. Like people were like once again got up early, watched it, went to work quarter after six. I go on my phone and people are already posting screen, you know, like animated GIFs and screenshots of, uh, of Luke's appearance. Tisk tisk. Yeah. So that's why you can't wait. Cause uh, you know, because what if something big had happened in episode 11? I, you know, it would have been ruined for me. Yep. Totally. And we've already seen how cranky I get when something has been ruined for me. <laughs> As illustrated with Luthen's uh, escape from the TIE Fighters. Mm, yep. <laughs> so uh, there was one other uh, news story that came out about Andor this week that I forgot to uh, post in the... Um, uh, I forgot to post in the show notes. Um, I took a picture of it <laughs> earlier this week and I just thought about it now. Uh, talking about the holidays next week um the first two episodes of andor are going to be um uh, broadcast uh, on abc on the 23rd mm-hmm. uh, on fx on the 24th I, I don't know what freeform is i'm assuming it's you know yeah. a, a different cable channel in the u.s um uh, on the uh, 25th and the first two episodes are going to be available on hulu from uh november 23rd to december 7th i was very shocked when i saw that um that's pretty cool it doesn't surprise me as much when i saw the when I says okay, this this actually makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. was it last week or the week before we talked about um, how it's one of like the the lowest viewed Star Wars shows? Yeah, and and that's because it, it once again, it's it, it, it it's not a huge character, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's it's not the return of Obi Wan. Um, not the return of Boba Fett. Um, doesn't have the built-in hype that the Mandalorian has. Um, and the story that it's telling is just, you know, a really compelling story with it that doesn't rely on a lot of, like, spectacle and, you know, oh, my God moments and, oh, you won't believe who, you know, who was in this episode, you know, cameos. Um, so the... The best thing to do is to get people is, hey, just show them the two episodes. And you don't need to be uh, entrenched in Star Wars to get a grasp of the show as well, too. And I think that's what that's what's going to show people. Show people that um, you know, you know, maybe typically are only watching NCIS or the Seventeen Chicago shows (laughs) or. Whatever, but they're just kind of like you know, like good procedurals or whatever. You watch like, oh, okay, well, this is interesting. Yeah. And and maybe the hope is okay. You know, they watch it on Wednesday night and then decide, oh, well, you know what? Let's, you know, we've got four days off. Let's spend the, I don't know how however much Disney Plus costs now, <laughs> the fifteen yeah. bucks or, or whatever. <laughs> And let's you know, and let's watch watch the entire season, because yeah. it's all because it's available now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's smart that they're showing it. Um, uh, you know, they waited until the, the season is is complete on yeah on Disney Plus to, to show it. Uh, the only thing that has surprised me a little bit is that they're only showing the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know it's hard 
to it would be hard to show all three. Yeah. You know, because showing two is will be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm just trying to remember how long. Oh no, the second one was only 35 minutes, right? Yeah, they were can't remember the start times now but uh, uh, for some reason i was thinking they were longer but if it's 35 40 minutes then that's fine for network tv because yeah you know they got to fit in commercials but a three hour i mean doesn't work no no the problem is is that with the story as we (laughs) were talking about earlier where episode two kind of leaves off Mm -hmm. it's kind of like huh you know, and, and maybe that's the point. Maybe they just want to leave people at a point where they're like, what the hell is going on here? I, you know, I need to go subscribe or, or go try, you know, get a free one month trial or whatever of Disney Plus to check it out. Okay, here we go. Episode one was 41 minutes long and episode two is 38 minutes long. Okay. So it's that's definitely with it, definitely within network television yeah. uh, standards. So. Okay. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for, for this episode. Um, yep. I'm looking forward to episode 12 of Andor. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. What if uh, What if this was the episode where they just... Screw like the they ran, <laughs> yeah, they just completely <laughs> ran out of gas. Eleven episodes, just right, and then they were like, oh, oh. <laughs> "I don't think that's going to be the case." But oh, that would be um, funny, <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> There's a small part of me that would like it, just for, you know, just for the laughs. But all right, so if uh, you're enjoying the show and you want to. Uh, leave us a review or rate us uh, go to whatever podcast service you use. And if there's a, an ability to leave a review or leave a rating, please do so. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash smells bad outside podcast. And on a mobile device, there's a little button there where you can hit, you can record us a message. Um, as Twitter is still alive as of recording time, Brent, where can people find you during the week? Uh, for now, they can find me at HomerJ13 on Twitter. Uh, and people can find me on Twitter. I am at the Pie Whisperer. And with that, it's time to say goodnight, Brent. Good night, Brent. <laughs>